0: Hello, you're listening to the Cassandra Mac Podcast, where we maximize success and de-stress from the mess. Make sure to hang out until the end. I have a special prayer that I'm going to pray just for you. When you have a moment, stop by the website, CassandraMacMinistries.com. There you'll find some really awesome, self-empowering books, inspirational mugs, hoodies, and t-shirts designed to inspire you to live your blessed life. So we are in the month of February. Happy birthday to all of you who have a February birthday. Happy birthday if this is your birthday month. Shout out to those of you who are listening all across the United States. I would love to know where you're listening from. If you're listening from abroad, what country are you listening from? So shout out to those of you in Finland, in Namibia, Nigeria, Ghana, uh, Australia, Canada, London, UK, Ireland, wherever you are listening from, shout out to you. Today's podcast is being sponsored by my self-love workbook and journal titled Because You're Worth It. This is a journal that takes you through the 25 components of self-love that we all need to cultivate in order to develop a healthier, more self-affirming relationship with oneself. See, the longest relationship that you're ever gonna have is the one you have with yourself. You were with you in the very beginning and you are going to be with you till the very end. And learning how to love ourselves in an authentic and godly way is critical for our self-esteem, feelings of self-worth, for our ability to really believe that we can achieve our goals and our dreams. And so there are actionable exercises in this journal that walk you through how to love yourself authentically and in a godly way. And it is actually based on uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, which gives us a biblical foundation for love. And a lot of times we apply this love only to other people, but it also applies to loving ourselves. So again, the book is Because You're Worth It, and it is a self love journaling prompt for loving who you are. So, on this episode, we're talking about how to love yourself in a godly and healthy way. This is going to be done in four parts, and uh, we're going to be talking about specifically how to be more patient with yourself. That's what we're talking about today how to be more patient with yourself so that disappointment and frustration doesn't destabilize your self-love. So I want to start with 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, and we're going to focus on the patient aspect of self-love. And so the scripture defines love as love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. And so this is uh, how 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 lays out love, explains love. And as believers, we often apply this to other people. But do you know that it is equally important, if not more so, to apply it to ourselves? Because it's hard to love others if we don't love ourselves in a healthy and godly way. So we're going to be focusing on the first component, which is patience, right? According to 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, love is patient. So how can we begin to be more patient with ourselves so that disappointment doesn't destabilize feelings of authentic self-love? And I wanna talk about two things that you can do to train yourself to be more patient with yourself. It is a trainable skill. Patience is a fruit of the spirit. And so if it is a fruit, then, then it means that it can grow, right? It means that we can cultivate it because fruit starts out as a seed. You plant seed in fertile soil. And then there are things that you do to cultivate that soil so that the seeds can develop roots and sprout up and grow. We can do the same thing with patience. So I'm gonna give you two techniques that you can do to be more patient with yourself, which is an act of self-love. So number one, identify the thoughts and feelings that come up for you whenever you're being impatient with yourself. So we all have times in our lives, right? Where we can be impatient with ourselves. Like, boy, I should be further along than I am. Boy, I should be in a better place by now. I should have this instead of that. I should be and you can fill in the blanks with whatever the self conversation is in your head. And so when that happens, what you want to do is you want to identify the thoughts and the physical feelings, because oftentimes we experience impatience as a a body stressful response. And so what comes up for you? Do you feel a little tense? Do you feel a little tight? What comes up for you? So identify the thoughts and physical feelings that come up for you whenever you are being impatient with yourself and jot it down. And so what happens is when you do this one technique, you are better able to quickly recognize the signs of impatience right away and you can identify them so that you can begin to counteract frustration and disappointment with uh, feelings that allow you to shift from the space of impatience to the space of what can I change in this situation if there's anything I could change. And that brings us to technique number two, change your perspective about your situation so that you can shift from focusing on how annoyed or disappointed or irritated you feel to what you can actually change in the moment. So a lot of times when we are impatient with ourselves, we're frustrated because we're not getting the results we want, right? Uh, we're frustrated because there's something in our lives that's not going according to plan, that's not working out the way that we hope and anticipated, and part of having peace is accepting what you cannot change and making changes in the areas where you can make changes. And so most situations where we are impatient with ourselves are ones where there can be some changes. And if we can't change the situation, then it's going to mean that we're going to have to change our attitude. So you have to differentiate whether or not it's something you can even change, right? And so I'll give you an example of being patient with others, impatient with others. When we're stuck in traffic and we have some place we got to be and we're running late, a lot of times we're impatient with others. We're impatient with the traffic. And the bottom and top line is there is nothing we can do. We cannot force the cars on the road to go any faster than they're going. We cannot speed up traffic. So all we can do in that moment, if we want to shift from the space of impatience to the space of uh, being more patient with the situation is to accept that in this moment, there is absolutely nothing I can do to force the cars on the road to move faster. So let me take some deep breaths. Let me make some phone calls and let the people who are waiting on me uh, know that I am running a few minutes late because I am stuck in traffic And then you begin to figure out what are the things that I can do? What are the things that I can change? And so instead of focusing on a feeling of powerlessness, right? Concentrate on what can be changed. So I can't move the cars, right? But what I can do is make a phone call and let the person know I'm stuck in traffic. What I can do is dot, dot, dot. And then you fill in the blanks of the things that you can do while you are waiting in traffic. I'm using traffic as an analogy But the skill is transferable. And so maybe you are on a weight loss journey and you were like, boy, you know, I was hoping that I would have lost uh, 10 pounds in two months and I've only lost two pounds in two months. There is nothing you can do in terms of going back in time and changing what the scale says, changing the weight loss that you have achieved in the two month period. But what you can do is say, moving forward, what can I do differently? Are there any additional changes I can make in my diet? Can I join a supportive program where I have an accountability partner to help me? Uh, What are some things that I can do relative to exercise? Am I just changing my diet but not moving my body? So you can begin to look at some areas where you can make some changes so that you can have better results moving forward. And so these are two ways that you can train yourself to be more patient with yourself. Because what happens is when we are talking to ourselves from a space of frustration, irritation, and annoyance, I'm so stupid. I'm so disgusting. I'm so, and you can fill in the blank of the negative self-talk. How does that help you? How does that help you get to where you're trying to go? It actually undermines feelings of self-worth. It actually undermines confidence and it takes from your cup of confidence rather than pouring into your cup of confidence. And so it is not helpful to be impatient with yourself because love is patient. And when we love ourselves, we are patient. Now, being patient with ourselves is not the same as being uh, stagnant and choosing not to move forward, choosing to make excuses for self-sabotaging behavior. That is not the same thing. So you can recognize when you're behaving in ways that don't really align with your highest good, that don't align with the results that you are trying to achieve, and you can tell yourself the truth in a way that doesn't cut you to the core. And so this is what a practicing patience looks like as we are loving ourselves, because love is patient. And when you love yourself, not only are you patient with other people but you are patient with yourself. So let's be intentional this week about practicing more patience and training ourselves to become more patient through the two techniques that I have shared with you. In addition, if there are some other things that you do to cultivate more self-patience, drop them in the comments section so that we have even more tips and techniques to be more patient with ourselves as an act of self-love. So I hope you found that helpful today. If our ministry has been a blessing to you, if this podcast is a blessing to you, please consider giving a financial uh, offering. Every bit helps. We want to thank those of you who consistently uh, give to the ministry. We could not do what we do without your generosity and your Financial support. Also, share this podcast, share our videos on your social media platforms. For more inspirational tips, tools, and teachings, you can always join us for Sunday Church by phone by going to CassandraMacMinistries.com. You'll see the details there. You can become a member of the YouTube channel. So, if you want to unlock even more perks, if you want to unlock more specialized content, consider becoming a member of the YouTube channel because we are growing uh, at a a more accelerating rate via the content that I share with the members. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at the Cassandra Mac. So let us close out with a prayer and we are going to pray for more patience. Dear Father God, we are so thankful that love is patient. Help us to be patient with others and help us to be more patient with ourselves. When we get in spaces where we are easily frustrated and impatient with ourselves, teach us how to be kinder to ourselves and more patient, Father God. Father, your word tells us to let patience have its full effect. And so help us to let patience have its full effect so that we can grow in the areas where we need to grow and we can give ourselves the time to get there. We thank you and we ask you, Father God, to bless us, cover us, and keep us. And we seal this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Have a blessed week.